Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Yep. Hello and welcome to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. It's myself, Dave Thomaslaw, Tim Mazzarana. Tonight, we just chilling. Riding solo. We're solo. Solos. This is one of those days where you get a lot of guys that are like, hey, we're going to come join for the podcast and they don't show up. Yeah. So actually, we'll have Carterson in a little bit when you're ready over there. He's working on the tech stuff, and we Cars still got are, some uh, slow motion going yeah, on there. Yeah, tech guy. So we're getting yeah. everything set up for the, uh, for the, the live, live coming up. Yeah, if you, up, if you so. haven't tuned in the live yet on Facebook, do it. Thursday nights, we're trying to do it every Thursday is the goal. Not saying we're going to hit every Thursday, but we're working on it. So yep. tonight and we're while going. you're at it, like all of our posts, share all of our posts. Follow. Like our Facebook, go to YouTube. Uh, what else we got? Instagram. There's if you're not on all of it, you need to be. And you're you'll miss out. out. You're missing yeah. out for sure. That's the biggest problem is you. Yeah. You don't notice what's going on. Yeah. You know what we need to get? Like, we need to get, like, cameras here outside so we know who's showing up. Sure. <laughs> you know like what I mean? Like a real student. Like yeah, the Nest like a, one, like yeah, I got yeah, from yeah. my house. Because then I could see, it'll tell you someone just got here, and you know, like, oh, guess what? Who's going to be on the show coming up? You In know? five, <laughs> four, three. Uh, so, anyway, Tim and I just got done filming um, the Hoyt uh, bow. That's pretty sweet. Man. The Carbon RX-1. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I, not a, I'm not a compound shooter by nature. But uh, I have to say, just looking at that thing, it makes me want to. It makes me want to pick it up. And oh, shoot it's it. so light! It's yeah. like literally incredible. The bow. Yeah. Um, the thing that happened though, it's really interesting. People like to give us a very hard time if we have any issues with our videos. So, <laughs> we we did the video originally, and um, uh, Krishner was in it, and it was great. And he did it. We did a great job, and it was really done well. Went back, we edited it, got it down, uploaded. Everything's fine. And then, and all of a sudden, like all these people kept giving a thumbs down saying the audio is messed up so it's not messed up for me though this is part of the yeah, so tricky technology so weird so i'm watching my computer it's fine the audio is smooth it's you know but for other people it wasn't like that and i'm trying to figure out why and then so finally i actually got to hear like someone's phone playing it and it was it's not like an alien lost in a wind turbine digitized it was all messed up so had to pull all the videos, which is depressing. So we apologize for that, unfortunately. And then we, so I had to refilm it tonight, and uh, it's just not the same without Chris in it. It was really done well. I was really happy with. It. There's a lot of good mojo yeah. in it, you know. And so, um, well, it sucks that you got to do it again. Number one, <laughs> number yeah. two, it's not the same. It's not. It's never the same as your first thoughts, you know, on it. So you know, you, you try and try and repeat everything that you said. But first impressions, um, that always they they always sound different, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, that's my, that was my point. Yeah, it was really exciting to do it, and I just thought, man. But anyway, we got through it. You know, I'm going to use some of the same clips. I just I don't want to touch the audio because I think what it is, and it, this is really weird, and for those of you who don't do editing, it might be strange, but I think what happens is 
you get uh, uh, surround sound is the problem. So I think the microphone, we used a new microphone, and I guess it caused the issue. But it was really cool because it's like a shotgun mic. It's above us, so there's no cords when you're talking to you move your arms. Plug and play. It's plug and play, and it was it sounded awesome. So then I think what happened is it recorded it in an HD, like uh, 5.1 surround sound or something specific. And I think when Final Cut gets it, it doesn't change that because Final Cut's a premiere type thing. It's creating movies, right? Yeah. So it's going to keep the, the best soundtrack on it. And I think when it was done and uh, we put it to uh, – um, we put it to YouTube, and I think YouTube converts it to something else, and in that conversion, it can't handle that. So it cannot handle yeah. speakers behind, so it's doing some sort of hitting the front speakers, back speakers, front speakers, and causing an issue. But that's all I can think of. I don't I don't know. It's well, we'll odd. see. We'll, we'll, we'll have to test it again because um, the setup we have, I mean, if, if we oh. can get it working. Oh, it would be And great. let's hope it was a fluke, number one. Well, but, I remember it happened to us a long time ago, yeah. and I want to say it was – but I have an idea. Like, I think the conversion's the issue. Again, I still think – but who knows? I don't know. Yeah. We might need some help. When it throws into, into those different file formats. Because you put it, you record it in one format, then it goes into Final Cut into another format, and then you're converting it when you're finalizing it, and then it's being converted again when you're uploading it to YouTube, and there's just too many. Something's happening. Many I, factors, I, think it, so. I think it was fine into like a movie type thing, but, yeah. I, you know. I don't know who, whatever. Anyhow, sorry about that, guys. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this audio is coming through. Well, this time we though. used the wireless thing, so hopefully <laughs> this time we're we're rock and rolling with something new. Uh, yeah, the bow front though, so fun, man. That bow was great. Um, we had the APA where to refilm that one too because the same, same thing. Issue. We filmed it with. Well, maybe not. Maybe I should test that one. <laughs> we should. I should actually cut a clip yeah. of that and throw it online just see if that's causing an issue. Now, if this one has issues, we have a big problem because I don't know why there would be any sort of audio issue. Right. Oh, that coffee smells delicious. This by coffee the way. is delicious. Tim Hortons. It's it, oh. in my BHP cup. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We should Not, get some BHP coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we should just go to Costa Rica and make our own coffee and bring I'm, it here. I'm Start bagging it. Let's BHP. Do it. Yeah. Would you guys buy that? Anybody yeah. out there? <laughs> probably, probably. Probably not. I don't know if I would like it. Yeah. It might be good though. What if <laughs> it it's might be. what if it's like like Blue Mountain yeah. type? Coffee? I had uh so I, I had I had some really interesting coffee. We were at uh, Trader Joe's the other day and uh we were looking at their coffees and we don't usually go there. We go there every once in a while and but when we go their their coffee's usually pretty good and they usually have some interesting stuff and they had this uh bourbon barrel aged coffee so i don't know if they i don't know if they age it first in the bourbon barrel or then they they roast it and then they age it in the bourbon barrel but i popped the lid on this can and oh my gosh it was a smell of nothing like bourbon it smelled (laughs) like it was like 90 percent bourbon and like 10 percent coffee Uh, there's no alcohol content in it at all but you taste it, and it tastes really good. But it's like, man, you smell. If I if I if I were to take the stuff at work, I would definitely get a reputation. So, but it was uh, it was very interesting stuff. So, it's um. Anywho, side note, um, little coffee detour. Do you need a coffee? You need to put <laughs> one on I'm for right. you. I'm okay. Right. It's we got the Keurig in house now. It's really nice. Yeah. So yeah, I guess kudos again to Kevin for um, getting us the uh, approvals to work on the studio a little more detail than normal. So now we just ran a hardwire today of a DSLR cable, so the stream should be nice and clean. Did you get that DSLR working over there? Or not DSLR, I'm sorry, Ethernet. Did you get the Ethernet cord? Is it? Okay, great. So the stream tonight will be awesome. As long as we can get the cameras working. Yeah, well, there's always an issue, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry, but 
this broadcast stuff at, at low budget type idea is, is really hard. <laughs> it's not like I didn't think it'd be that hard to be honest, but I guess we don't have the biggest crew. We have one tech guy now, Carter, who's just helping us. So he's all he's over there getting ready for it while we're doing this intro podcast. Freaking out because we got flipping out. We got about five working. minutes, and you got to be uh, you got to be ready to go. Yeah, five so. minutes. What time is it? I'm just kidding. It's more no. Like, you got it's more like a half. Hour. You got an hour. We're not live till eight, <laughs> so you're good. No, yeah, even that one. We're, yeah. he's not, we're not. Filming. But you know that 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 goes to and all this all this tech stuff that we're it, it's the same thing in the field. Oh yeah. Like when you're when you're filming your own hunts and mm-hmm. when you're um, doing photography and all that stuff, there's just so many little things to think about, so many little things that you got to bring, um, you know, with you that it, it it makes it complicated when you add that film. Um, oh yeah. When you add that film aspect into it. So. I think uh, a lot of that, a lot of you know, that's the issue. So this is this actually brings up a good conversation. So this is part of the issue with um, technology in hunting. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Example is Illuminoc, okay? In some states, you can't use a lighted knock, which is hard to believe, really, when you think about it, right? Because it's not doing anything but helping the archer see where they hit. Which which makes hunting, in my opinion, more humane. Well, why would you not? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, would you, The recovery of the, area, the arrow, too. Yeah, because if, mean, you, if you hit it back or something, you're like, oh, man, I got to let that thing sit. Yep. But you yep. push it. That's instead. what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Silly. No, knowing where you hit the deer is is huge, huge. So. Yeah, it's. I just think it's real silly. Some of the laws they yeah. they. And then uh, now with this Garmin, uh, you know, uh, zero uh, sight. What's going to happen? It's got a rangefinder built into it. You can use a rangefinder and you can use a sight, but can you use one that's combined? They well, like to get real. It's not weird just about a rangefinder either, though. It, it. I mean, it. It's got a lot more electronics than that, and then it adjusts your it adjusts your angle, you know, all that stuff automatically too. That's pretty seriously um, awesome. Yeah, the only <laughs> thing it doesn't do is put a is put a laser dot on it, right? I but mean, here's my thing: like people like to say, like, that's not real bow hunting. That's not this. That's not that. But here's the thing about it: bow hunting is still hard. It's not very easy. Like, if it's easy for you, that's wonderful. Like, I- I'm really happy for you that you found a piece of land that it's just easy. But to me. I mean, I missed the biggest buck of my life twice this year with a crossbow. Twice. Mm-hmm. So people who act like, oh, crossbow, that's the worst thing ever. How could you? I, I mean, like, really? I missed. Yeah. I would have probably hit it with my bow. That's the thing that's funny about it. I just didn't have it because it was raining so hard. But if I would have had my bow, I bet you any money I would at least hit the deer. Maybe I wouldn't have been a perfect shot at 60 yards, but I probably would at least hit it good yeah. in, the, in the kill zone. Um, but that's my point. I mean, why would you not take advantage of that? You know, And I know there's a whole bunch of different issues. Obviously, the air bow this new site, Luminoc type lighted knocks. Right. There's a whole bunch of different issues in the industry. I guess my whole thing is what's best for the animal. What's the most humane. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about records. I don't care if it's with a traditional bow and if it's normal bow hunting, I don't care about any of that. That's silly. That's all silly. That's all people's That's personal, personal preference. Yeah. That's all people's personal. Don't bother yes. me with yes. your problems yes. that you wanted a certain way. But that, that's a, that's a continuing issue year after year. That people are in, in, in we we as bow hunter we always talk about a bow hunter planet bringing the community together doing things as a community and standing with each other and that's a that's a trend we see year after year after year is people knocking on other people for doing the same thing that they're doing just in a different way. Yeah, I don't know why so that matters. It, yeah, you know? I don't. To me, it doesn't. I, I, don't, I mean, my thing is if you if you pull a license. This is where I have a conflict with states and everything else. If I pull a license, that's my tag. Mm-hmm. Like to use, to, what, what does it matter what weapon I use? Mm-hmm. What does it matter when I go? Like, I just feel like there's, okay, yeah, hey, 
hey, guys, uh, you know, if you're using an arrow, arrow bow, crossbow, right. you can go at this time of frame, right? You just, just so it's a little safer so the archers know there's gun hunters in the field. I don't well, see anything like else. I don't see any other issue there should be. Who cares about lighted knocks or a zero sight that has a range finder? I mean, who cares? Yeah, correct, I, I don't, well, correct me if I'm I wrong. I take the pay. People do care, but why? Why do you, you can, care? You can bow hunt during gun season if you have a gun. Is that no, correct? if you are orange. If That's in Michigan. Orange. Each each state's got their own rules. Right, right. But that, it's just it's so, it's so interesting how they break the, the seasons up. Like, to me... Well, I get it. So guns, I mean, if I'm an archer, I don't want to be sitting there and hear boom right next to right. me and scare the living crap out of me. I go out there to relax. I right. want to, you know, and you're that's in cool. full camera. You're not, you're not but visible. Gun hunters get the worst of it in Michigan, in my opinion, because they only get two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that has. But they changed. get the best two weeks normally. They do get great two weeks. I'll give them that. But like, I mean, it's only two weeks, dude. Right. Like I spend months in the field before they even get there. Right. You know, sure they get the the best ch- timing because all these people are in the woods, deer are getting pushed around. Yep. Yeah, I get Ruts it. They can reach out further. And, I get all that. I have yep. a gun. I get it. I just, I prefer bows. And my thing is it comes down to distance. You know, this is where I have a, a, a difference in, say, to me, I don't care what the weapon is. If I'm shooting an arrow and the distance, my max distance is zero to 60 or whatever. Let's say, call it 100 yards. That's all one season to me. Mm-hmm. Like a gun is like 100 to 200 yards. It's a whole different game. And yep. it's, you know. Yep. But I don't know. I, I know. I get it. I know some of you out there are like, oh, you're crazy, Dave. I, I never use an airbow. I never use this. Whatever. I get it. I'm just saying. But that's I, fine. There, nobody's saying that you don't have to have that saying. opinion. You don't have to. But you don't have to have that opinion and in a negative way towards other hunters. That's my point. Why does it have to affect me? That's yeah. all. I'm just saying, like, why do people care so much about using a traditional bow over a compound? Why does it bother them so much? When, to be honest, hunting's hard. It's not that yeah. easy. I don't. Every time I go out... I am, and I hunt on a nice piece of land. I go out. I'm lucky to see a deer. Yeah. Like, and they have to be within range. Yeah. It's not like they're just walking in. Hey, shoot me in the shoot me in the heart. It Thanks, is. Man. It is. I don't care if you're you're using a longbow, a recurve. I don't even care a if you're gun. Using a compound. Certain part I don't points. care if you're using a crossbow. All of that to me is a hard hunt. Period. And it's right. The, the deer have to come in they closer. They can smell you. They have, they and could, because they have to come in closer, so many you, have, you have scent issues. You have sound issues, visual issues that you don't get with gun. Um, you know, I, I get, and I get that divide, the divide between the archery and the gun, because it is, yeah. it is, it is a different hunt. It's a different weapon. I mean, it's a different gun's weapon. very easy to move yeah, around. It's, in my opinion, it's easy to yep. carry. It's easy to add ammo. It's easy to take yep. multiple shots quickly. Absolutely. Uh, it's got a lot more power. I mean, yep. it's, you know, if you get the new ones like the four five zero in Michigan for shotgun, I mean, that's a rifle that can really reach out 300 yards. So, I mean, and it's accurate, very accurate. So, yep devastating too but that to me it's all a hard hunt and you know i, I wish our community kind of stayed together on that topic a little bit more because i think you do get a lot of backlash even even from you know the, the simple stuff of um the bow that you shoot you know i think it, what's the difference between if i want to shoot a recurve or if i want to shoot a compound nothing really i mean just the, the fact like you know john right. used to a traditional last year for a while he, yeah. he went out after his compound yeah. kill he went out and tried to kill a deer yeah. with a little now, recurve. if you shoot it with a recurve i'll probably have more respect for you oh absolutely but there's not nothing i'm not gonna knock you for shooting it with a compound yeah that's just dumb so i don't know well, these bows are we, amazing we there's like oh so let's talk about controversy there's a lot of good controversy in the industry so 
first one I was thinking of is so the zero ring, this zero um, Garmin zero Garmin site. Zero? Well, it turns out there's like two or three other companies who did this too this really? year. Yep, all different though. One has an actual laser that shoots off the site and ranges the animal with a laser beam. So yeah, see this That's is where it gets so, touchy. Yeah. So when you draw it and you put the laser on the deer, it'll range it. But it shuts off, and then it shoot. shuts off, and then you figure it out. I guess I don't know the full details, guys. So I'm not gonna say that, but that's my understanding of it. Another one, I guess you put it on, and it has like a motorized thing where it moves the sight up or down. And then, um, to my understanding, the Garmin one, you put it on, and it adjusts it automatically, like digitally. Where it yeah, because make, it has it's just it a has digital like laser. A, uh, yeah, that's because it's like a red dot. Red dot type yeah. move. So, so it moves the dot, but it's not the, projecting. Uh, Right, a laser. And no, it's it. like a regular range. You just can't see yeah. it. It's not like, a red dot. Which, which, well, red dot, but red. I laser can see shoot. the advantage of the laser because you know exactly what you're ranging. Well, no, the the other right? one's the same thing. You put the 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 crosshair right on it, the animal. It ranges it, then it adjusts on the garment. Yeah, because I think what I don't know. Okay, I, I'm speaking ahead of getting this item in here to see, or the garment guys on the podcast. My understanding, and this could be wrong, and I haven't watched a lot of videos on it. I like to not watch a lot, so you guys know, until it gets to test lab. That's when we do our stuff. I don't like to watch other people's reviews right. and get biased or you know opinions on things. My understanding is I'm gonna. There's gonna be some sort of dot or crosshair. I put it on the animal. It dis, it switches to a different dot that is what I use to shoot then. So like the first one might be a black crosshair. The next one's a red dot. Yeah, I guess my point is so like I don't you, know. you use a regular rangefinder. If you got like a blade of grass or something in front of you, oh for sure, that it might be ranging that five yards short. Yep. So like the what I like about the lasers, you know exactly what you should be ranging. Yeah, it's on there. No, I agree. Um, I guess that's my that's my point on that is that you, with a Garmin. We'll see. I mean, it, it sounds like a great yeah. idea. Don't get me wrong. We've been asking for that for years. Why don't you just put a rangefinder in the sight um, yep. or in the scope? It makes so much sense to do that. Um, but I, I can just see some of the some of the tech things you got to work through to get used to it. So, um, but I'm excited, man. I'm I'm excited to to see how that how that performs, and it'd be interesting to see somebody like uh, Chris, um, you know, do some target shooting with that. Mm-hmm. To see how accurate it is. Oh, we will. Yeah, once that thing gets in here, man, it's gonna be okay. So the other one, the other controversy is the uh, is uh, Ten Point launched a new crossbow. Mm. That this is a very stealth interesting NXT, one. which lines yeah. up almost perfectly with the Raven crossbow yeah. that's on the market. You today. put those side by side. So. Um, Raven. Okay, so here's the thing about the Raven. Like, you go to a Cabela's or any of those things, and they'll, 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 they sell like hotcakes. They really do. And they're very expensive, which is crazy to me. They're aggressive looking. Very aggressive. They looking. have a cool look to them. But yeah. as you can see, this 10.1, it's now my understanding. I don't know. Not I don't, identical. This is not fact I'm speaking now, but this is just all hearsay. My understanding is that 10 point actually owns a lot of these patents. Right. And I can I believe that. 10 point's been around many, many years. Yeah. Way longer than Raven. They've had tons of designs. I don't designs know they haven't launched who before. owns what. And I don't necessarily care. Yep. But what I can tell you is 10 point's a very strong company. They've been around a long time. So there's no doubt in my mind this will remain on the market. And there's no doubt in my mind this will steal tons of market share. Well, you want to know why. And too, the price point, I think. Not only do they have the name, it's, that's, it's what you're about to say. It's the price point. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure someone told me this is only... I think it's coming in like oh, $400. 50, it's it's 1500 so or 1450 So that's pretty similar. I think the Raven was like 17 or something. Yeah. I'm not, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But, uh, dude, this thing's 410 feet per second. Again, Stealth NXT from 10 Point. Made in America. Made in Akron, Ohio. Uh, 410 feet per second. 144 f- uh, foot-pounds kinetic energy. Six-inch axle-axle. Dude, 
The it's thing is six tiny. inches axle to Dude, axle. The thing is tiny. Nuts. This is seven point three pounds. I mean, it's wow. That thing is sick looking. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, you it's have to. seriously ridiculous. I, I'm. It looks really fast. Actually, I want to get to a Chrono. Too, huh? so, yeah, I got it. Well, you can buy it right now. Yeah. I got to talk to Ten Point. I want to get this thing on the thing. Like, really I want to. I want to do some real tests of that. The I speed do too. Test and... I'd like to put that right upside next to Raven. I want both companies to yeah. send me one so we can test them side by side. To me, you know, you know what a huge difference is in a lot of crossbows too is the scopes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it depend the the quality of the scope that you put on there, and it, and it's things as minor as adjustability or even a lighted scope. Um, those types of things make the value for me a lot better when you have more um, flexibility in the scope and more mm-hmm. options in the scope as well. Oh, for so sure. You get a cheap scope and you get what you pay for. Oh man, yeah. So interesting. That's another one. Another one is uh, Scentlock. Scentlock uh, launched a product that competes directly with Scent Crusher, an ozone. So they, they start, decided to open an ozone package. Now, I don't, I don't think they did it intentionally to, you know, go after Scent Crusher. No, but, but that's I where think, the market's going. Well, that's the thing. I think my understanding of Scent Locks, they want to control the whole scent control of their products. Yeah. So whether that's uh, using an ozone-type thing as well, along with their other stuff, that makes sense. But, yeah. man, that's going to be a, a, a real big fight in there yeah. when it comes to, you know, at the marketplace having to choose and I... as a consumer. But I think for the consumer, it's super beneficial to see things like the like the ten point come out and and the new ozone bags come out because it creates that competition that hopefully in theory yeah, makes are going to drive are going to make it better and, and drive, drive the price, price down. down. Yeah, two Absolutely. things. Yeah, two things that are going to be critical. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited, man. There's a lot. Of, there's actually a lot of new stuff. I don't think we've had a year like this in a while where there's so much new technology. Um, coming out in fact what were that we had that one um scent dispersion thing yep the tinks as well that's dead moving towards like in like uh, a, put away over there. yeah like an e-cigarette type yeah of setup. that's hilarious and uh, I mean, just you charge it yeah just that kind of like tech coming out nowadays i mean you can see really really where they're gearing towards that that next generation hunter that uh is oh, not the sure. traditional hunter so um it's really kind of exciting to see the changes that are going on so oh there's so much man yeah i, I think it's constant uh you know, and there's just a lot of young companies out there, too, who are doing good things, trying to, you know, get their place in the market and yeah. understand it. But uh, I think that's hard, though, too, is because there's so many conglomerates now. Oh, you know, yeah. We went through a phase a couple of years where yeah. um, the industry just started buying up each other. And now you got these big companies that yep. have pretty much every type of, of product underneath of them for hunting. Yep. It's hard for a new company to work them way in, to work their way in. So Yeah, the odds of a new company sticking around are slim, too. Yeah. I think they'll end up selling eventually, if it's something that people really want and right. you know get a hold of. But um one of the initiatives I'm starting to do too now is I've been reaching out into the the Bowhunter Plant Trading Post ambassadors. Is I'm trying to scoop up um, really cheap bows like uh, people have laying around, like this one here, like an old math no, user. Yeah, you know I'm talking like real low cost here, but I'm just looking to grab a lot. And I was thinking it'd be fun to do test labs on them. It would be go back and do yeah, like these older t- bows. Yeah, that would be really and not cool. just that, but keep them as yeah. keep them as, like you know just uh, props yeah. in in the in the studio. It'd be really cool to like do comparisons between like. Where Matthew was, where oh, Matthew yeah. was, and, and where Matthew's that, now. Even this bow, I'd like to do a video on. Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious, you yeah. know, to go back. Do a people, speed test people, on people, it. Oh god, can you imagine? That'd be awesome. That'd be hilarious. Although, although they've been sitting around for a while, so we're definitely going to want to take a Goggles. good look at them and make yeah, sure that no, everything's. That was one of my only concerns yeah. with doing that is I they haven't been shot in years. 
I don't know how many shots I'd put through it, but I'd right. have to talk to Chris to look at it in detail to tell us what he thinks for each one. But we have a tuple. We have a dart, old dart in here. We have old Matthews. Yeah. Um, I just made a deal with one of the ambassadors tonight for another old Matthews, like an old five. It's not super old, but it'll help. It'll give us something to play with and get in here, like I said, just as some – just the stuff we can mount on the walls. Even yeah. honestly, even if we took it apart and just kept the riser, I like just have the risers like See, stacked. See the evolution across. of the risers. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be you really know, cool. I wish we could get a riser every year from each company that was just yeah. the riser, so we could show their evolution, like you said, yeah. of each company. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. We're gonna so, have to get a bigger office. Yeah, probably not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen, I think. Unless Polaris is listening, or Yamaha, or Ford, or GM. Do it, just guys. Do it. Sponsor us, man. Yeah. Just keep it simple. Five hundred million a year. Don't worry. We'll, Don't worry we'll about drive it. your vehicles every day. <laughs> every day. So yeah, I'll even we, pay for gas. I'd love to hear from you guys listening. You know what's going on out there? Like, what are you guys up to in this off season coming up? Uh, you know, what are the things you want us to talk about or hear about? Who do you want us to have on the show this year? I mean, yeah. we we have a lot of great people from Dennis, Dennis Lewis to uh, you know the guys from Hoy. I mean. There's so many different people um, that I want to get on this year. Last year, okay, so keep this in mind. This podcast has not even been going a full year yet. Not even a full year. Not even close to a full no. year. No, we're not at a full year. We have um, over 180 episodes. Yep. And we're now in, uh, doing the BHP podcast live, so you can watch us live on the Facebook page. And... Um, we are have already picked up two or three new sponsors. We haven't announced that yet, but that will be coming. Uh, we just have a couple of little things to finish up, and once that's done, um, it'll be huge. It's going to be a, an amazing podcast, that's you know, exciting. with the support behind it. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Like, I'm yeah. excited for other companies to share the great things we're doing in this podcast. The conversations; these are important conversations. Some that we have, you know, it's they're not just, like they're good conversations. You know, I think that's well, let's something get to that the point. You know, do. yeah, I, sit that, down and just talk about it. This is one thing I'm really want to do this year on the podcast and I, I think i want to ask people hard questions like i don't want to just be like oh yeah you're great i really do want to like come up with at least two questions that are actually kind of hard mm-hmm. and one of the questions i want to ask um specifically is to the michigan dnr about you know these weapons we're talking about like why do we do it the way we do it you know I and mean, this is obviously specific to dnr stuff but i have questions for other people like manufacturers like why would you make that or why did you guys do this or what are you thinking you know right. <laughs> there's other what was questions. your biggest failure because you know a lot of these companies have yeah. products that they've pulled and they've pulled for a reason like there is a crossbow not that long ago that i remember that they launched but then they had to recall them all because of the, the safety of yeah, it um, happens a lot. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's things like that. I would love to hear kind of like the inside scoop yep. of, of that type of stuff that you don't hear. So yeah, there's just a ton. Um, you know, was it um, light work behind you there? Let's see. <laughs> Brighten up that area. It's a little dark over there. There we go. Yeah. I can see you. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, where are you guys driving right now? That's what I want to know. Like, where are you headed right now at this moment? Where are you going? I don't, where are you? I don't. Going? hear anybody answering i wish we could hear what they're thinking <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. i'm trying to think what we can add to the podcast that'd be kind of fun you guys tell us if there's something you can think of that you're like you know guys if you did this every time it'd be really cool we have one thing coming up that's sponsor related but it's still really cool i think you guys will like it and um i think about going back to the questions you know i kind of like miss that like asking people questions it was yeah, like the trivia nobody questions. knows anything yeah the trivia, like i can't yeah. believe that people don't know who makes lost camo like yeah. that blew my mind yeah like really lost camo everybody knows matthews i mean how do you not know that like I, there's so many people that didn't know that stuff i couldn't believe it um 
just mind-boggling. That, to me, is the fun part, too. Something you can laugh about, have fun with. Oh, it's hilarious you to know, me. Something, something that has good content, but something that is also kind of whimsy, you know? So Yeah. What time we got? What is it? We're going another uh, about 10 more minutes, guys, of talking. In fact, Carter, are you ready to get in this thing or what, man? Got some we got some questions for you. He's still here. having issues with some cameras. Yeah, you're still there, working I it. I think. He, what do you got? Three? What you can only get two going at a time. Can you get these two? Yeah, that's the most. Yeah. These two are the most yeah, important. Yeah, these two for sure. Yeah, at least you can be able to go back and forth. And then next week, just don't bother showing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know why, though. I do think I know why. I think what you have to do is unplug the power cord and go into the other side with one of those USBs. Because sometimes the USB ports can only handle so much. So you have to flip, maybe put one on the other side and a different one. Put one Just of the, the hubs thought. on the other side. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes that... You know what, guys? These computers are crazy. I'm telling you right now. This is a brand new iMac. It should be no issue running a couple cameras. You know what yeah. I mean, Tim? Webcams, too. It's not yeah, like these we're, are webcams. We're not talking like DSLRs. We're not talking full we're not talking production. 4K. $10 million. And all that stuff. It's, it's, it's pretty... Uh, Quality equipment, but it's not that yeah. not that much from a data standpoint. So, so I got this cassette. We're going to keep on the our set here. I'm really excited about it. I had this when I was a kid, and I posted a picture on on Instagram. It was pretty funny. But this is the Ted Nugent single of Fred Bear, the American Hunters theme song. I don't think even Ted Nugent knew how big this song would be when he did it. I, don't I just think get so that either. feeling. You know, I don't think, he, and knowing, knowing, like talking to him and just kind of watch. I don't think he cared. Yeah, <laughs> he kind of did it for himself in a way. You know what I mean? To oh yeah. Memorialize Fred Bear and to tell his story and all that kind of stuff. So, I was just thinking, you know, be, you know, be kind of, kind of cool is if we could figure out a way for people to send in audio clips of their questions. Oh, that'd be great. So we could, we could play. We could it actually play it and then, it and then just, answer it. We yeah. can answer it like here, but then we can add it as a play. Exactly. I think that'd be pretty cool. All right, Carter. So let's ask you the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to turn his mic all the way up. All right. How old are you? I'm 18. Okay. So the question we have for you is in regards to kids in like school mm-hmm. that you're in school with. How many do you know actually hunt? Um, probably about 10. 10. That's actually more than I thought you'd Half say. of them are girls. Really? really? Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Never would have thought that. Locally? They hunt locally or like... Um. I know one of them goes up north, but I don't know where. Okay. She tells me that she bow hunts a lot. So. Wow. Huh. So, um, uh, that's interesting. Bow and, hunts, and I guess yeah. I, we, we, we don't mean wow as in like, oh, my gosh, girls are hunting. We mean wow as like, that's cool. That's like, really cool. I, I can't believe, first uh, off, there's 10. That's a little more than I thought you were going to say. Because even when I was in high school, I, I remember like six in the most. Yeah. Ron, me, Jay. I don't know if Anton. I knew anybody, but I wasn't a hunter no. when I was back. But in so, you know, no one I really kinda... knew. I don't. Besides Ron in my grade, I don't think anybody else I knew. I mean, there might be like a couple kids, right? Yeah. It's hard to remember all of them. But some people say they're hunters. They don't really hunt that yeah. much. They just go to hunt camp. Yeah. Like True. Carter. He would just go to hunt camp. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> so so, so cool. how many vegetarians do you know? Three. Twelve. Three. Yeah. yeah it was three. That's I thought it would have been more. So did I. So... That's the thing about school in the urban areas. I don't know. Okay, yeah, that's a good point, though, right? So you said ten, right? Mm-hmm. In an urban area. Or, I mean, how many how many kids are in your class? Just your your class alone. My class, um, probably like five of them. Five? How many total? No, total. How many, like how many total oh, people? oh. Uh, We're talking like three hundred, four hundred. Wow. Four. Yeah. So you're 50? talking. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty low percentage when you look at it as to how many. I think yeah, we graduated with with three hundred or something like that, and. 
Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see because you're in a big you're in a big school, mm-hmm. really school. big school. Yeah. That's like two percent. Yeah. That. So yeah, I, I I was just gonna say that I think if you took this concept to like Kingston, it'd be fifty percent that hunt, sixty percent of the kids hunt, if that more. Yeah, because it's a whole di- you know they live in the country. That's mm-hmm. what you do. I mean, there's nothing else to do. Right. And I think that's why it's interesting. Yeah, because there's not there's nothing to do in the in the in the country. But no, nothing right. to do in the sticks. If you yeah. guys live in the sticks, you have Sorry. nothing to do. Cow tipping. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get so many comments oh, yeah. now this is gonna be great no I, I i spent some time in the country um not Once. living not living but like on long hunt camps you know yeah. and the things that guys do for fun they're hilarious it like is. nothing like i had to grab an electric fence yeah because we want to stay told me it wasn't lit up but it lit me up <laughs> i remember we used to just go out and we used to just drive and find like just stupid like we would just drive through fields and like we didn't know who owned it or anything like that but <laughs> just stupid stuff like get that. shot doing that yeah see see how fast so this is a funny story actually so tim so i don't know it must have been must have been three years ago tim and i i don't know how this worked out but i don't I don't know where you're going or else I'd help. I'm a little worried right now. We're at some sort of hunt camp, and (laughs) Tim, we went somewhere the next day, and you, like, pulled the car over and threw up. Oh, that was was uh, all about, though. That was at... uh, Lane's? No, so it was at... um, Sean's? Sean's. It was, like, and it was more than three years ago. Oh, because we camped on his land? We stayed in the pop-up. Yeah, it 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 was the year we stayed in the pop up. And you and I, I think we're just, we're, we had a bonfire going and you and I, like, we're just talking at the bonfire and the next thing we know, Ron's getting out of the pop-up and he's like fully clothed. And I'm like, we're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going hunting. He's like, and we look at our watches and it's like 530 in the morning. (laughs) 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 Oh, crap. I don't think we went out. No, no. no. So we go back, we we go in the pop-up. I think we crashed for like two or three hours and then Ron calls and he's like, you got to, you know, come out here or whatever. Or no, you wanted to go hunting. That's no, what something happened. No, 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 no. Something happened. We had to go out there to Ron for something. We were helping him. I think him. we were going to go. Yeah, we were going to. Ha- he, he didn't get now. a deer, though. Yeah. It was something else. It's like, a little hazy that morning. Yeah. So anyway, I just remember we were driving on that back road. It was a beautiful road. It was like a beautiful day. It was like sunshine through the, the October leaves. I was like, wow, it's so beautiful out here. This is like amazing. And Tim's like, I got to pull over. I, 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 I got to pull over. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm pulling over. <laughs> and they see him, he's like, blah, all over the great. floor. That's great. That's the gross. That's the best part about hunt camps. Just yeah. hanging out, having a few drinks. It was, yeah, it was funny is we didn't even realize it was funny no. in the morning. I like, think I just got one of those zones. You're just like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> Next did. thing you know, you're like, whoa, I trained. Everybody, like, the fire just, like, made us all much. But I think Sean was out there, too. There was a lot of people out there for a while. It was, what I, it was for, for the beginning part. Yeah, but, but I think until like three. I think yeah, till maybe, like three. Maybe. That's what happened. And yeah. then you and I were the last ones. We're like, yeah, man, uh, will you ever do this podcast or what, man? <laughs> I doubt it. I don't <laughs> right? think we said no, that. I don't but. think we talked about Hey, guys. Dave from the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. We're looking for cool hunting stories from you. We want to hear your stories. If you have a cool story and you want to submit it for a chance to be featured on the podcast, send us an email at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your story. There's a good chance you could be invited onto the podcast. Hey. Enjoying the hunt. You're listening to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast, powered by Vanguard Outdoors. Let nature surround you and be a part of this amazing heritage of bow hunting. Now, on to the show. 
Hey, thanks for listening to Bowhunter Planet. We appreciate it. I'll catch you guys later. The podcast at that point. At that point. There wasn't even podcast back then. No. Nah, this is, this, is, this yeah. has to be, gosh. That was Bowcast, actually. One of the first podcasts was Bowcast. Yeah, this that has to be like 2010. Sure. It went back. There wasn't many. So. Yeah. We're getting old, Dave. Getting old, my friend. I'm not going to pull a bow soon. Anymore. Soon I'm not going to be able to pull a bow back anymore. I'm going to have to give up on that. Crossbow only. So I am, uh, I've been on this uh, health kick for the past four weeks. And in four weeks, I've lost, it's got to be, well, I went from, let's see, that's about, it's uh, 14, 17, 18 pounds. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I started, uh, yeah. I started just drinking a lot of water. I stopped drinking beer. Stop drinking. I had some Moscow mules here. But not all. No, but here's the thing. I had some beer, just like one, though. That's the thing. That's the thing about beer that's amazing is microbrews nowadays are just so tasty. If you're a beer person, then obviously you know about microbrews. And, um, th- you know, that's the issue is you, you might have like four or five when you're at a, hanging out at a microbrew with some friends. Whereas now I, I only have one, and I try to pick a light beer on purpose. Like something, not light, light, but just something. And then, uh, anyway, I drink 64-plus ounces of water a day. This is actually pretty funny. So six four point ounces of water a day. I walk a minimum of ten thousand steps, but normally I've been doing seventeen thousand a wow. day. Wow, that's really good actually. Yeah, and yeah. so what I've been doing is, um, I try to find time to walk when I can during the day. It's hard with work and things, but when I get home, the funny part is I have played Nintendo Switch Zelda walking. And these treadmill for like literally sixty <laughs> to eighty minutes a walk. No way. Because I can't stop playing it. I'm going three point six miles per hour <laughs> on a treadmill with a controller between my hands, and I'm playing Zelda. And and your I, wife's okay with this? Because well, working she's out. working out. It's for Hawaii. Yeah. So we're going to Hawaii in this yeah. beautiful trip okay. coming okay. up. So I, it's just hilarious because I'm like, you know, but every like, well, I try to find like I could do it tonight, but I'll do it like you know, f- out of a full seven day week, I'll do five days, you know, of doing that plus. Yep keeping active not overeating drinking tons of water so i'll drink 30 ounces of water between 6 a.m and 11 a.m so one big chug and then in the afternoon i try to do the same wow so in that that's way a lot people don't realize that's a lot of water it is oh yeah normally you just take a sip and you're yeah. good but i'd like chug it because i want to make sure i get it through my system as fast as i can yeah I, I wouldn't be yo know, just i have to go to the bathroom a lot that's yeah, what i was to gonna say, say how many like, times would you go to oh, the bathroom probably yeah. 15 i mean it's a lot during the day <laughs> yeah. i have to pee all the time yeah you know, you're drinking all that water, which is fine because I'm fine. It's cleaning me out, period. Mm-hmm. Believe me, it's like a stream of, of pure clear. <laughs> Please delete that. Ple- pure clear. All right, we got to go, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. Hey, we'll see you next time on the show, and we'll try not to talk about pee anymore. See ya. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.